Ace Podcast. Weird. It's so weird. Craig is weird. Aaron's weird. Welcome to the Weird Podcast, the podcast that brings you the best in weird news coverage. Can you believe we're only like 56 episodes away from 300? What are we going to do for episode 300? We're going to have to have a big man meeting before that one. Yeah, probably, just, probably, just, probably just show up and talk about old, like, not old, but I don't know what to do. This is episode talk, 244. Talk about weird stories. Yeah, I don't, weird know, stuff. I don't even know if I can command the English language when we hit the 300. 244 episodes, Craig. That's a lot of this time is spent with you. That's 244 Almost hours. Not yeah. all of them are an hour long, but Man. it's definitely over 200 hours. Yeah. And 200 one. hours we are going to leave behind on this planet of us just running our mouths. <laughs> I hope they're there forever. Forever. I hope that in the future, I hope that in the uh, dystopian future that we, uh, you're forced to listen to us. You know what? Last Friday, the 11th, I forgot to wish a happy birthday to my daughter. That's, that's because you're a lousy dad. Yeah, she's uh, she's turning, uh, well, I'm not going to say her age, because she's female. She might get mad at me, but uh, today's episode, this one's going to be released January the 14th, which is mid-month, January 2019. Can you believe it? Welcome, once again. To we just had Christmas yesterday. By the way, my name's Aaron. My name's Craig. And uh, we are going to get right to it, because this is a Monday episode, and we don't mess around, Craig. Are you ready? Are you ready? Top story. A cat from Well, Mich- wait. No, it's a twofer. I told you. Would it be okay with you now if I talk? Yes. A cat from Michigan has been found in Florida. What? Man, that's a long way. Well, I mean, it happened in a lot of movies, you know. Like the, what? The dog. I don't know. This My, is not My, a dog, Milo Craig. and Otis. This was is a, a dog cat. In a ca- was a dog and a cat. Milo and Otis. Was they didn't go to Florida. But they went somewhere else really far away. Not that far. You don't know that. But not as far from Michigan to Florida. I'm distracted by your phone over there. Oh, I'm sorry. Playing with your little that machine, whatever you're playing. Flip that. it. You're, what are you playing? Like some kind of a lotto machine. I'm playing uh, Big Fish Casino. Yes, racking up some points for my team. I don't think they sponsor <clears> the podcast. Not yet. Throwing the name out there yeah. like that. But anyway, Daisy Duck slash... Say hello to Dr. Jules. Hello to uh, all of my friends on the crazy fun family team. This is what happens when Grandpa gets the <laughs> microphone. He just randomly starts saying crap. Can I get back to <laughs> what I was saying? I'm sorry. I apologize for Daisy Duck slash Daisy Duke bass slash Bassett Bass <laughs> slash Bandit. I love it when I get you all flustered and you mess up. Belongs to a family in Dearborn, Michigan, but he somehow ended up in Tampa, about 1,200 miles 1200 away. 1,200 miles, according to a. He probably jumped in a. He was probably in a car that was driving. He just. I've had him when I was a kid. We had a cat. Actually, you know, they get up in the engine when it's cold, or, or they just do it because they're stupid. No, they're not. Cats are and they, highly and intelligent. They, and they get up. You know what I'm saying? Though. They do stupid crap. Not like, really. They like walk up, knock stuff over for no reason. No, they do that for a reason. So anyway, they get up in the car, and he, he could have hitched sure. a ride with somebody. And I've I, heard of people getting to, to the office and their cat running away from the car yeah, <laughs> in the parking lot. I've right. heard of that. Um, so anyway, according to a GoFundMe page set up by the owners to cover his travel expenses, <laughs> Daisy, who was wearing a microchip, went missing right do before Halloween. Do you wear Halloween. a microchip? Kinda. No, they're installed. They're 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 under the skin. But but I'm wearing. Well, how is she going to describe it? Uh, Daisy, who was microchipped. Okay, that might work. Yeah. Last month, I mean, really, are you that upset about that? 
Last I'm just month, pointing out the obvious. Last month. Now, had it been wearing a sweater. Last month, Aaron. He, it been wearing last a month, he followed a good Samaritan to her Tampa Bay home. She took him to a vet who tracked down his family. We don't know if he hits to ride on a moving van or a Gonna snowbird. If a snowbird took him down to Florida. A, snow, a snowbird? We need him here in, in the, Middle Tennessee. When the cold starts to blow, it's the <laughs> snowbird. Snowbird is our local. Uh, was, got fired. Oh, no, yeah. Thank goodness. It was our local uh, weather mascot. Yeah. Really annoying. Big penguin looking thing. Yeah. Because penguins aren't that. Uh, first of all, he's a fraud because penguins aren't that large. No. This thing was huge. I mean, it's taller than a man. It's huge. She added that after Daisy Duck slash Bandit, uh, I'm assuming they renamed the cat or something because they're using the. So it's Daisy Duck until somebody found it in Florida Bandit. and they said, we found a cat. Let's call it Bandit. Yes. Disappeared. She checked the shelters and made posters, uh, but to no avail. But she is eager to get her little guy back where he belongs. Over the last three weeks, we tried to find friends and family who may have been in that area and and were able to bring Daisy home, wrote Sanborn. We were unsuccessful. Our only option was to have him flown home in cargo. In addition to the plane ticket and special crate, we will get a bamboo pet sitting what <laughs> we will get bamboo pet sitting of tampa florida to pick him up and deliver him to the airport you telling me there's not one person it's in not. florida it's not one it's not one person in florida that could drive this thing it's going to be going up north anyway people responded as of monday the family had reached 554 dollars of the 500 of the 500 dollar goal well i'd say they made it <laughs> get that cat home i just left florida I could have given him a ride home for free, wrote one commenter. Poor baby. Why would they call him the commenter a poor baby? Because it just left Florida. Uh, another commenter uh, said she was a flight attendant and offered to help arrange to have the animal fly in a carrier and ride under a seat. And another suggested they call the Cat's Meow, <laughs> a nonprofit cat transport company, Andrew Sanborn. Ooh, a nonprofit. The Cat's Andy other- Sanborn. I loved him on Saturday Night Live. Oh, I was thinking of uh, his brother David, who's a musician. Oh, yeah, the, the uh, saxophone. Yeah, that yeah. guy. The cat's other owner is left scratching his head. I mean, I'm happy that he's back, he told News Channel 8, but I highly doubt he walked all the way down there. Yeah, I highly doubt that, too. He probably would jumped on a vehicle that started moving, and he was like, Whoa, no, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> now what, meow? Stop this car right meow. Now I'm trapped. Turn this car around, meow. Yeah, right, meow. <laughs> All right, Greg. Do you ever, I know you watch UFC because your son talks about it no, constantly. He watches that stuff. Well, Pollyanna Vienna. Have you ever seen her? Little bitty thing. I have seen a picture of her. Is this, is this, yeah, I know what this is about. Headline is Mugger targets UFC's Pollyanna Vienna immediately regrets she the makes, decision. Her family makes those sausages. No, they don't make Vienna sausages. Although I could Vienna. go through a couple of cans right now if you've got any around. I don't have any. Think the studio's got some? Maybe in the kitchen? No, we had to cut that out of the budget. Polly Anna Vienna weighs 115 pounds. She's also a UFC fighter with 10 to 2 MMA record. So she's she's won 10 times and tapped out twice. Yeah. With many other wins coming via painful submissions. She might not have tapped out. She might have just lost. That's true. A would-be mugger in Rio de Janeiro clearly wasn't aware of the latter when he thought a woman of Vianna's stature made a proper target for robbery. That'll teach him. Uh, Vianna told MMA Junkie that the man with a... the guy that's on the corner? (laughs) It's Mama Junkie. 
that a man with a cardboard cutout shaped like a gun <laughs> attempted to steal her phone on Rio, on a Rio de Janeiro street Saturday night. According to Vianna, the man's decision resulted in a police escort to the emergency room. Have you seen the pictures, by the way? Uh, man, I, I think she I did, missed yeah. him up. Yeah. She told the MMA junkie that he initially asked for the time before declaring that he had a gun and demanding her cell phone. He, I'm not going to imitate her voice because she she'll can track me she'll, down. She'll, she'll come after you. <laughs> he was really close to me, Vienna said. So I thought, well, if it's a gun, he won't have time to draw it. So I stood up, threw two punches and a kick. He fell, and then I caught him in a, a, a rear naked choke. How'd she have time to take her clothes off? <laughs> just her pants it was a rear naked oh right just her <laughs> rear was naked then i sat him down in the same place where we were before and said now we'll wait for the police now we wait for police uh i don't know if she talks that way but that's how i'm gonna according to sure dog of the mma junkie the rear naked choke is popular is a popular finishing move for vienna resulting in a pair of her professional submission victories yeah yeah and she uh, the the mugshot of this guy is like he messed with the wrong person. Good. He yeah. got what he deserved. He did get what he probably didn't get what he yeah. deserved. You know what? I pity almost as much as that guy. The fool. I pity the headline. <laughs> Four cops in love rectangle. <laughs> if it were only three, it'd be a triangle. See. Right. It was a love <clears throat> rectangle. Yes. Stripped of guns so they wouldn't kill each other. A New That's York a true pl- story, by the way. Which part? Let that sink in. Four cops in a love rectangle stripped of their guns so they wouldn't kill each other. Now, this is a deep story. This story goes, I mean, it's, all right, anyway, go ahead. We may never know. I think we will. I'm not quite sure I'm ever going to be allowed to read it. <laughs> go ahead. You want to say anything read, else? Read it. Read it. A New York Police Department sergeant cheated on his cop girlfriend with a fellow officer you all right over there? Yeah, I'm dying. Go ahead. Go ahead and read your little story. A New York Police Department sergeant cheated on his cop girlfriend with a fellow officer whose husband is also on the job, and the bosses took away everyone's guns so they wouldn't kill each other, sources told the Post on Monday. Look, and I'm taking these guns, okay? Which post were they talking to? The the uh, the Post. Uh, uh, just forget it. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. Sergeant Candau Worley, 40, and Officer Stephanie Gallardo, Gallardo, Lardo, Gallardo, Gallardo, 33, were both assigned to the department's strategic response group when they had their fling last year, according to an internal NYPD document. But their secret was revealed when Worley's living girlfriend, Thais Coppin. Coppin, and she's a cop. Yeah, Coppin. Officer Coppin. A union you call me? A union delegate in the 32nd precinct found incriminating photos on his cell phone. In a fit of vengeance, Coppin, 41, allegedly. Fit of vengeance, tonight's band name. Yes, fit, fit of, of vengeance. vengeance. Good name. Yeah, I'm really surprised that we give this fountain of, you know, it's free. Oh, we've it's got some. We can name every band at Bonnaroo. And they, people don't take it. No. They're free names. I've never heard anybody use one of our band names. No, I wouldn't remember them if they did. Uh, in a fit of vengeance, Coppin41 allegedly posted the photos to Worley's Instagram, Instagram account, <laughs> which bears the username MikeLowry78. Instagram is what you use if you're crazy for those said, little round chocolates. Uh, what I say? <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, oh, Instagram. I corrected myself. <laughs> An apparent reference to the ladies' man detective played by Will Smith in the Bad Boys movie franchise. Captions say, 
I told my girlfriend I loved her 10 minutes before I kissed this one. And she's someone's wife. She's not my girl, though. That's a real I smart thing one, to post on social this media. this is not her. <laughs> on the day... He knows everyone can see that. <laughs> I guess he doesn't. On the day, I hope he's not a detective. Really? On the, good point. On the day after Christmas, Worley, who a source said served as Gallardo's supervisor... Warned her the photos were online, and NYPD learned about them two days later. Gallardo was called in for questioning and admitted oh that she and Worley had a personal relationship during September and October. It's but Gallardo said that she'd been separated from her husband, fellow SRG cop Christian or Christian Gallardo, twenty-eight, since March. Even though they still live together and raise their 20-month-old uh, daughter. She also claimed that with the exception of kissing while together off-duty on a number of occasions, the relationship with Worley was not intimate. Well, what do you call kissing? That's intimate. I don't know. You have to ask former Nashville mayor. The NYPD... <laughs> That's... Oh, boy. The NYPD report... Thank you. I'm here all week. The NYPD report says a total of nine handguns were seized from all four cops... Under a section Ooh. of the patrol guide that permits impounding firearms in non-disciplinary cases, including those involving stress as a result of family or other situations. A law enforcement source said the circumstances raised the potential for violent outcomes due to the sensitive nature of infidelity and everyone having access to guns. And it's a long story. In December, th <laughs> the December 30th report also <laughs> says the entire mess was turned over to a special operations division investigations unit. Uh, unit for further review, including a review of social media. All four cops were given back their guns and returned to active duty uh, in their original assignments during the past week, pending results of the SOD investigation. SOD? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm done with this. But anyway, here's a deep, what we had. We had two. Just give them their guns back, put them in a room, let them work it out. <laughs> so somebody's coming out. One of them will come out. At least one. Eventually. Four go in. <laughs> what if you put one bullet in everybody's gun? Just one. Or just one person has one bullet. They don't know who's got it. <laughs> yeah, and everybody. Whew. Whew. And you got to hope the person that has the bullet isn't the kind of person that would shoot somebody. So, Craig, did you watch the Golden Globes nope. this past week? Nope. Nope. Why? Don't watch award shows. Me either. I'm sick and tired of Hollywood's self-righteous attitude. I, I think a lot of people are because headline is Golden Globes post worst ratings in a decade. You know what's even funnier is it, the Oscars don't have a host. They don't have a host. And who cares? The only people that watch it are people in the biz. Yep. And a lot of them don't even watch it anymore because it, it's so political. It's just, it's just Let's get together and give ourselves awards. It's and, crazy. Every, and everyone should watch us do it. Everyone should watch what the awards. If they made them fight for the award, I would watch that. Like a cage match. Yes, yes. You, they, they say, okay, these two people, uh, this is first and second place. We're not going to tell you which is which. They're going to duke it out. Yeah. I would watch like, that. It could be like Sandra Bullock and Reese Witherspoon in a cage yes. match. Yeah. I'd have my money on Sandra Bullock. Maybe. Yeah. But you can watch those She's little people. a little people. taller. Those little short people, A little though. bigger. You know how short people are. <laughs> I certainly do. The Golden Globes Awards posted their worst rating in nearly a decade, according to entertainment news outlets, including Entertainment Weekly, even though the NFL provided a high viewership lead-in. So it must have come on right after the game. People said, you know what, game's over, I'm done. Viewership for the event hosted by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and honoring achievement in both television and movies has been steadily declining for years as Americans tune out of large-scale Hollywood award shows. And this year's program was no exception. You know, I remember like in the 70s, award show, I would watch them as a kid because 
we didn't have internet for one thing, and you got to see the stars, you know, being just relaxed. Yeah, and it was it was fun there to was, watch. There was politics now and then, but yeah. it wasn't it you wasn't had like Bob Hope. You know, you had or you had some controversy. Somebody would. You know, they had this, the famous streaker that streaked across oh, yeah. the stage. <laughs> oh, yes, they had, call him um, the streak. George C. Scott sent out the American Indian woman, the American uh, Native American woman to come out. And um, re- yeah, he did not want to accept the award for Patton, I think. Yeah. And she told the plight of the people. I mean, you yeah. had things like that that would yeah. happen. It Enter- was entertaining is what that was. But at least it was it wasn't just the standard low blows. Right. 18.6 million viewers watched three hours plus. That's 18.6 more than there should have been. Exactly. Of the 2019, uh, th- 20,000, right? You know where you are? Are you having a stroke? 2019 Awards Fest, according to NBC, which is the smallest audience for the show in three years. Well, we went from a decade to three years. There is a bright spot. There is. Viewers between. Uh, yeah, that's the thing that they shine down on the stage. Viewers just- between the ages of 18 and 49 tuned in slightly greater numbers, up 4% from last year. So what? Who cares? Those NFL games garnered a striking 38.5 million viewers, blah, blah, blah. This story's already killing me. NBC, well, I've, it's interesting to me that the viewership for this type of thing is, is dropping. Just wait till we're talking about the Oscars in a month or so. The, and, and Hollywood will c- continue to build these things up. You remember uh, back, there was a time where you could turn on the TV any night of the week and see a variety show. Sonny and Cher. Right. Carol Burnett. Right. But those things lost popularity, so you don't see them anymore. We're still seeing award shows, even though they're not popular anymore. Right, because they're the ones putting them on. They're the ones that can do yeah. it. They're the ones that have the money and the time, and it's their thing. Um, it's just, who cares? Well, I don't. I don't care. Do you care? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, but I don't care. I haven't enjoyed a, a show. I know MTV's, what, their video awards, they're always popular because you don't know what's going to happen. I just, on those. I'm just over them all. Yeah. Saturday be, Night it, Live doesn't have a big viewership anymore. Um, it's out of, the, out of style. The sad thing is, is when Kevin Hart, who was going to host it, the some, Oscars, someone, yeah, someone went out on the Oscars. Somebody went out and they basically dug up some stuff he said like 20 10, years 10, ago. No, it was like 10 or 11 years ago. It was something like that. Outrageous. And, and the thing was that somebody came along behind him and dug up some other current uh, actresses that said the right. same stuff and yeah. nobody said a word. So Kevin said, nah, it's going to be a distraction for me to do it. And Ellen tried to get him to go back yeah. and do it. He I wouldn't said, do it. He said, no, I'm not going to do I it. I wouldn't do it either. So when, Let them find somebody else. So instead of just like... Some, and I can't wait. When they do find somebody and announce they're it, not, I'm gonna, they're I'm not. Start. They're saying they're not. They're saying that it's... The they're, Muppets. That would be great. I heard that the Muppets no, made... That's I'm not, actually tuned in for that. No, they're not. They're, gonna, they're, they're, having to, they're, they're scrambling trying to figure out what to do. Because they may not, they're going to have different high-profile actors come in and introduce different parts. I don't know what they're going to do. What but if this was all a huge publicity stunt just to get viewership back up to see what um, happens? I just don't think people care at this point. But the funny thing was, it says a lot about their character is that they came back and retaliated against Kevin Hart and um, Ellen, trying to discount everything that they said on the show. Did they really? Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I don't it, follow any of that it was stuff. Lame. It was just, it was just in the news. Yeah, I read the news and such. You know, I don't. I got this thing here at the house. Uh, what over at our, uh, when I go home, a lot of times I'll get on this thing that we've got called the internet. Really? Yeah, we have it at Lee Berry, but we're never allowed to use it. What about here at the alternate? Well, the alternate we we don't have it here either. But <laughs> but uh, at home I've got this thing called the internet, and I'll read stories. I read weird news and weird news only. Hey, I really don't pay attention to the rest is it, of the news. Is the next story mine? It is. I've forgotten now what we've been talking about. Actually, this is an update, too, because we updated. Uh, we had this story when it first, with this place you're about to talk about first opened. So. Where is the update? Give us the update. We want the 
The first Paris restaurant for nude diners to close down. Darn. Who would eat at a place where naked people are running around? Well, it was elitist over in France. They would just, vous France. No, actually, to be fair, apparently nobody. They're closing it down. Did they have Calais Boom Boom? I, I just hope they had um, seat covers. They may have had Jacques Cousteau. I had seat covers all I'm asking for. I speak a little French. I don't I, know if you knew that. I, right. French fry. French. Anyway, the French capitals. The French capitals. Very first restaurant reserved. Baguette. You know, I've had the past two episodes cannot get you quiet to say. I, I don't really. Do I interrupt? Do I interrupt your stories? <laughs> no. Yes, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> Their first restaurant reserved exclusively for naked diners will close its doors in February, just 15 months after opening due to lack of simple bare necessities. They had had a a sign on their front door that said, shoes, shirts, no service. No service. (laughs) No shoes, no shirts, no problem. Learn it. it. Read it. (laughs) Live it. Live it. Learn learn it. it. Um, There was a little joke (sighs) there. Did you see that? Lack of the simple bare necessities. It's because we got the bare necessities. Paris's very first nudist restaurant, Au Naturel, Au Naturel, gave diners a place to leave their clothes and inhibitions at the door and its opening, I think it's supposed to be at its opening, in November 2017, oh, its opening in 2017 was hailed as evidence of the rising popularity of natu- naturism. I know na- why they- Naturism, good grief. Naturism. I know why they went out of business. Everybody that walked in the place immediately lost their appetite. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh, put that away. But after a little more than a year, the restaurant is set to close its doors for the final time in February. It's all down to the lack of the bare necessity. You can't use the same joke twice that all restaurants rely on. Customers. They did. It is with great regret that we announce the definitive closing of the Our Naturale restaurant on a Saturday, February 16th, 2019. Announce the owners, 42-year-old twins, Mike and Stephanie Sada. 42-year-old twins. You know, Craig, we covered this when it first opened, and now we're covering it when it closed. We have outlasted a nude restaurant. We have. Our podcast has. I think, it, I think we need one of these. Yes. It says a lot, really. It's thank you for having participated in the adventure by coming to dine on Naturale. We will only remember the good times. Because <laughs> it was only like a one. <laughs> That was the day we got meeting to Caleb and Boom. Meeting a beautiful and naked people. <laughs> Customers who were delighted to share exceptional moments without the trousers. We're closing. Uh, goodbye. I think he went Italian or something. He did. On. Funny, though. He's a funny guy. Headline is, NBC and MSNBC blamed Russia for using sophisticated microwaves to cause brain injuries in the U.S. diplomats in Cuba. The culprits, though, were likely, you know what they were, Craig? Crickets. You are fake news. I've got a sophisticated microwave. It's got defrost, sensor reheating. It doesn't have crickets, though. It's got a popcorn button. (laughs) I think. It's got a a clock. No, it's not. It's true. I've really got all those things on the microwave. NBC News and MSNBC specialize in in repeating and disseminating what U.S. intelligence officials tell them to say. And then call that. Ooh, there's a little bit of political twist to this writing. And they call that servitude. Did you say rioting? Reporting, yes. 
Those two networks really are all but official outlets for the CIA messaging. Did you know that? I did not. Did not know that. And this status has led to their brightest on-air stars to broadcast a series of extremely consequential stories that turned out to be humiliatingly wrong. This stenograph and highly, gin, what's that word? Jingo- Jingoist. Jin- jingoistic. Jing jingly. This stenographic and highly jingoistic practice of mindlessly reciting the whispered claims of anonymous quote-unquote intelligence officials is what notoriously led the New York Times and other U.S. media outlets to deceive the country into believing Dick Cheney and and Paul Wolf Wolfowitz fairy tales about... Bleh. Are you okay? <laughs> but while many of these outlets apologize for their behavior... And vowed to avoid it in the future, NBC and MSNBC have committed themselves to the greater vigor that than vigor? ever. With greater vigor than ever. Vigor. Vigor in a tutu. I think I will agree with our listener when I say that you are boring the socks off of us right <laughs> now. Evidence? Well, long story short, MSNBC and NBC, owned both, both owned by the National Broadcast Company, continue to report whatever they get from whoever they get it from, even though they know that it's more than likely wrong. For example, they reported on the TV, on the tube, that sophisticated microwaves were being used in Cuba and causing brain injuries to U.S. diplomats. All that bunch of quotes and unquotes in there. When actually it was just some crickets that were causing some headaches for some folks. That was it. That was the story. Crickets can actually be soothing. I like crickets. I like Buddy Holly a lot. I mean, I liked him with and without the crickets. Yeah. You know. No, no, mainly with the crickets because. I think he only performed with the crickets. He did. It was Buddy Holly and the crickets. Yeah. But then I had cricket the phone service. I wasn't very impressed. No, those crickets will give anybody headaches. Yeah, that's not very good. Never worked right. Never really liked that. Buddy Holly's career was very short lived. Well, yeah, that happens when you're in a plane that goes down. (laughs) Him and the big bopper. Yeah. And Richie Valens. Richie was on that one. Yeah. You know who wasn't on that plane? Gary Busey. Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. He gave yeah. his seat up. That's right. He oh. lost it in a coin toss, according to the movie. Yeah. Mm. That's a great story, Aaron. <laughs> Take me back to Florida. <laughs> well, he did lose it. Did you watch La Bamba? I, oh, I'm sorry. No, no I, it wasn't no, a kid's movie. You no, didn't I see actually, it. I actually know the real history. I, I, I'm just... I figure if I just keep you talking about the day the music died. It was the day. Yeah, drove. I drove my Chevy to the levee that day. I hate that song so bad. <laughs> the levee was dry. I, I hate, was like, "What the?" I hate that song almost as much as "Cats in the Cradle." Oh, I love that one. That one just brings a tear to the eye. I bring a tear to a glass eye. <laughs> Is that appropriate? <laughs> Take your drink over there. I'm doing it again. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Took a pop off my fizzy water. Florida substitute teacher purposely put human fecal matter. Fecal surprise. She it's a threefer. <laughs> purposely put human fecal matter in Sarasota Park Pavilion. To ruin girl's birthday party. Oh, boy. Sarasota. I'll go over there and take a poop. <laughs> Police say a substitute teacher, angry over a complaint with the school she was working at, sabotaged a little girl's birthday party by putting human fecal matter on tables and grills at the Sarasota fecal Park. Surprise! Police first learned of the incident on December 1st when a call came in around 6.30 a.m. from a witness who had seen a woman in rubber gloves and a face mask putting human fecal matter on top 
fecals. Of seven tables and two grills. The grills. Why did you have to bring the grills into this? <laughs> no longer the grill of my dreams. The, oh, man. <laughs> the tables are porous and had to be replaced at a cost of $1,400. The grill. Okay. How many times have those tables been pooped on that nobody knew about? <laughs> The uh, the grills, each of which cost $650, were replaced to ensure food safety. You know what else would have fixed those? Fire. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, could, I, I, could, I couldn't eat on, want to eat on them. Yeah. A labor, uh, the labor for all of this cost $150, and because the they got a good deal, $150 bucks for labor. Yeah. And because the pavilion was rented for the day, the money was refunded uh, at a cost of $110. All told, the damage cost Sarasota County $2,300. Well, she, she'll be paying for that. I hope she gets a lot of... Police... Yeah, really. Police started their investigation by speaking to the woman who had reserved the pavilion, pavilion for a girl's birthday party scheduled to take place the same day the incident happened. Uh, detectives say the woman, the principal at Philippi Shores Elementary, uh, told them... That she had invited all the children in her class, her child's class, to the birthday party. She also said she had an ongoing dispute with a substitute teacher, 42-year-old Heather Carpenter, over a complaint Carpenter had filed that Carpenter did not feel was being appropriately. How many times can you say Carpenter in the same sentence? It didn't feel it was. Okay, so she <laughs> she says she had an ongoing dispute with a substitute teacher whose name is Heather Carpenter over a complaint that the substitute teacher had filed when the substitute teacher did not feel like. Uh, that did not feel like was being properly addressed. The principal ex- explained that Carpenter was a substitute teacher and that her child was in her daughter's class. So mm-hmm. I'm so confused. About a week later, detectives went to Carpenter's residence. Say Carpenter one more time. <laughs> Say it. I dare you. Uh, police said she admitted to putting the human fecal matter on the tables and grills fecal to disrupt the birthday party because she was displeased with how the complaint was being handled. Carpenter was arrested and charged with third-degree felony criminal yeah, mischief. That is definitely criminal mischief, I'd say. But now it's time. Craig, you know what it's time for? The Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 most overplayed music artist of 2018. I would know because, honestly, I listen to my own music. I never listen to the radio. I never listen to the radio. Who listens to the radio anymore? I listen to all that music that I want to listen to on Apple Music. You listen to it on Amazon Music. Yep. Or uh, people, mostly, people, I listen to podcasts. Uh, people listen to Spotify. Yeah, um, you know, iHeartRadio. I, I don't listen. You know, tune in. What's funny is I listen to iHeartRadio and I listen to a station out of uh, Huntsville called One Hundred Point Three The River. Yeah, I listen to the River some, and it is a great station. Like after there's that show you listen to that we listen to some. Yep. Um, afterwards, it becomes a regular station playing music, and it's a great station. I mean, even the you know the the the, the disc jockeys, the the music mix that they do, it's actually. I mean, it puts it puts Nashville radio. You just to shame. said you never listen to radio. You wouldn't. Know. Well, I technically not listen. And now to, you're telling us that you I'm listen to radio. Technically, I'm listening to streaming radio. It's still radio. Your radio. <laughs> Top ten most overplayed music artists of 2018. Number ten. I visioned me as that that movie radio when you said that. I, I was a little hurt. I've never seen that movie. Of course not. It's not a kid's movie. Go ahead. Top 10 most overplayed music artists. Why, of t- why are you so bitter that I enjoy a fun, youthful sort of experience in a movie? Top 10 why most so bitter? overplayed who music hurt, artists who hurt you? of 2018. Number 10. Panic at the disco. Panic at the streets of... Number 9. NF. What? I don't know NF. I don't uh, know. I don't know. I do know Panic at the disco. I kind of like them. 
number eight, the the youthful crowd we've got going here yeah. on the podcast, the four or five that listen, they're going to laugh the way we pronounce half of these. No, BB Rexa. I was going to say Bebe. Is it BB or Bebe? It's BB. BB Rexa? Yep. Well, thank you. That was mine. You took it. So I'm taking yours. Number seven. <laughs> Maroon five. Dang you. <laughs> I know Maroon five. I like them too. I do not. Number six, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm not talking anymore. Go ahead. Take five. I'll give you five. No. Number five, Pink. Is she still overplayed? Do people talk about her anymore? Lori likes her. Drake's number four. Did Drake, did he, is he overplayed? Drake. I thought he was just a meme now, and that was it. Uh, you want, I don't know. Half this stuff is so bad. No, I can't even talk about it. Number three, Moses Malone. That's not. Oh, no, he was basketball. This is post Malone. Moses Malone would be interesting. Yes. Number two, Cardi B. Cardi B. And number one, oh, oh this the top just, 10 just, most overplayed music artist of 2018. It's uh, yours. Ariana Grande. You don't like her. I don't like her or her brother. Don't like either one of them. Oh, well, why don't you just say how you feel? I just did. Oh, yeah, I guess you did. All right. Well, way to go. Got to go over to Lee Bear Studios. How'd you like that top 10 list, Craig? It was no good. <laughs> We're going to go over to Lee Bear Studios. Somebody's got to mow the grass. Yeah. <laughs> hey pops hey, hey pops Mom. hope y'all are doing okay rolling on out of here episode 244 is in the books thanks for listening tell your friends about it yeah cause you know if this keeps up 245 or what are we at two, two, this is 244 yeah 245 might be the last one don't say that hey check us out on facebook 245's gotta pay the bills people Follow us on Facebook. You're missing out. We put, we put a Christmas picture up. Christmas picture? Picture. Weirdnewspodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs>